This is a recording of this year's virtual residency fair. We'd like to take the time to thank the programs that volunteered their time to present to this year's applicants. This year's PMNR Scholars Virtual Residency Fair is supported by PMNR Recap and Ultrasound Guidance. PMNR Recap is the leading resource for your physiatry board preparation, clinical preparation, audition rotations, and beyond. PMNR Recap offers 35 hours of review videos, hundreds of review questions, and oral board cases to help you become the best physiatrist that you can be. Head to PMNRRecap.com to learn more. Ultrasound Guidance is the innovative new online ultrasound learning platform that gives you instant access to expert instruction. With rapid scans and complete scans of every joint and peripheral nerve, Ultrasound Guidance is the perfect way to jumpstart your MSK ultrasound learning. Visit ultrasoundguidance.com to learn more. Well, we should start at the beginning. So um, these are uh, a couple of our affiliate hospitals, our major affiliate hospitals, Mass Journal and uh, Brigham and Women's. And we are affiliated with Harvard Medical um, uh, Medical School, the teaching hospital. So we'll start with some program basics and overview. Um, the program as a whole, some of the main things that we do in our program as far as didactics, our program highlights, and we'll talk about our residents as well. So this is our beautiful facility here. It's in Charlestown, uh, one of the neighborhoods in Boston. Um, it is right on the water, and the land uh, around is pretty nice. We have a lot of um, space for our adaptive sports um, patients to um, utilize the boardwalk and um, the, the water there, they're also using adaptive kayaks and canoes um, and going out on, on boat trips pretty regularly during the summer. Um, so it's, it's pretty cool to be able to see all that happening in real time. <clears throat> so for the basics of our program, uh, like any other rehab, uh, PM&R residents, you have to do a year uh, prelim year, followed by three years of uh, PM&R focused residency. Um, there are many fellowship opportunities, which I'm sure you've all heard about tonight. Um, Sports being one of our most um, popular, but we do have pain and in interventional spine, uh, spinal cord injury, um, brain injury. We also at Spalding now um, have had our inaugural year of uh, amputee fellowship. Um, there are neuromuscular fellowships. Um, we have had um, residents going to cancer and pediatric rehab. Our most recent matches, we've had two residents um, that have gone into pain. Um, Last year uh, at Dartmouth-Hitchcock and um, UC Davis, we've had, uh, last year we had two match into sports fellowships, one here at uh, Harvard Spalding and um, one at Mount Sinai. Uh, we've also had a resident match in uh, TBI at Pitt and uh, neuromuscular medicine at um, MGH Brigham and Women. And uh, our residents are also very strong uh, applicants for attending positions right out of residency. Um, so that we have, Typically, we have eight residents, and last year, six of them went into fellowship, but two um, have got jobs um, before they graduated and have actually already started working currently. So currently, we're uh, ranked number three, um, and that's great. So like I said, we have eight residents per year. Uh, we rotated Boston's, um, some of the major hospitals in the city. So MGH, Brigham and Women, that's where we spend a lot of our um, EMG time. So you'll either do three months at MGH or three months at Brigham and Women um, during EMG in your PGY three year. Um, we also uh, rotate at the two of the major Boston Veteran Affairs Hospitals. 
uh, Jamaica Plain um, and West Roxbury. West Roxbury for a spinal cord injury and Jamaica Plain for two more months of EMG as a PGY4. And we also get to rotate in Boston Children, which is great. It's one of the top ranked uh, pediatric hospitals in the country. And we do um, uh, a mix of uh, outpatient uh, clinics with the uh, Boston Children's um, pediatric PM&R tendings. Uh, we also um, rotated all the different Spalding satellites uh, throughout the region. And that includes some pretty cool spots. We uh, have an office in Foxborough that um, overlooks the Patriots football stadium. Um, and you see a lot of uh, sports and spine patients there and that can be pretty cool. So uh, a pretty complete comprehensive exposure during residency year to all the various um, uh, pathologies that you'll see uh, in patients that come through rehab. Um, a pretty significant uh, spinal cord injury, um, TBI, stroke, burns, PO uh, is something we do pretty well. Uh, we have a really strong sports program um, and in pain and research as well. So, for the basics, as a PGY2, you would do is it's pretty inpatient heavy. Um, start with eight months of inpatient and uh, four months of outpatient as a PGY2. Um, and as a PGY3, you do sort of move more to the outpatient uh, world. You only have three months of inpatient, um, like I mentioned, three months of EMG, and then you have two months of electives um, and four months of outpatient as well, uh, which is distributed between spine, pain, um, and uh, sports and MSK. Um, and as a PGY4, you do two months of inpatient, two more months of EMG, you get two electives as well, and the rest is uh, six months of outpatient. Um, we kind of already went over this. This is basically where you'll be rotating through uh, at our program. For our call, um, largely uh, it's 24-hour in-house call. Uh, it's much better than your intern year uh, as, a, as a PGY2. Um, you'll you definitely notice the the call burden has significantly dropped moving into PM&R. Um, but uh, our call sort of grades down. So like as a PGY2, you do do the most overnights um, and the most uh, weekend call. Uh, and then as a PGY3 and 4, that slowly goes down. Um, and as a PGY4, you no longer do overnight call. Um, you are just doing a weekend supplemental call and short call, which is uh, from 5 p.m. to typically 9, 10 at the latest, uh, depending on how many admissions are gonna be coming after 5 p.m. Um, so call definitely gets much better as the more senior you get. Um, even as a PGY3, you're doing about half of the overnight calls that you were as a two, uh, and your weekend call is, is largely supplemental, which means um, you usually can get your work done and be out of uh, the hospital by, um, I would say, one o'clock at the latest uh, most times. Um, if you're on call during the weekend, we have uh, typically we have four residents on weekends, two first and second call, and they handle up to uh, two admissions each. Um, and they stay until those admissions are done. If there are more than four admissions, the attendings take those. Um, and then, like I said, the two supplemental residents, um, they cover, they do floor coverage, and then they're able to um, sign off, uh, sign out in around noon and take off if their like work is done. Um, so for sign out, 
one of the great things I think we have about our program is during, uh, for weekends, um, most of the time we have Moonlighter coverage. Um, so what that means is a Moonlighter comes in at noon on Saturday and on Sunday and you sign out um, tasks, follow-up tasks and uh, other things, uh, FY patients and people that you're concerned about to the Moonlighter at noon. And then if you're a supplemental resident, um, you're able to, to go home. Uh, and then the Moonlighter covers the pager. They cross cover the hospital um, between noon and then uh, get relieved at 7 a.m. the next day. Um, so that's really nice. Uh, sometimes we don't have Moonlighters and the first call resident covers that overnight shift. And um, uh, But otherwise we have a pretty robust uh, Moonlighter um, program. So uh, we're pretty well staffed. Um, one thing I can mention as well, too, which uh, is appealing to a lot of people is that as a PGY3, um, you are able to moonlight at Spalding and take those moonlighter positions. Um, you have to get your full mask license and apply for that. So there are costs and uh, time dedicated to filling out that application paperwork. Um, but that is something that um, some residents do take advantage of and then participate in moonlighting um, at Spalding. Um, as a PGY4, you are able to moonlight um, without a full license at the uh, VA hospital on SCI. And the VA um, is a home call. Um, so if you're doing weekend uh, moonlighting for that, you're just taking call from home. Uh, you'll get signed out over the phone and, and take your call from home. And you only go in if there are patients who are sick and need to be seen. Um, and then weekends, you would go in um, for uh, weekend rounding, which is usually about a half day or so, sometimes less, depending on the census at the time. So for didactics, I will briefly turn it over to uh, Dr. Beeling, who is our academic chief, um, who can briefly talk about our didactic program. Thank you, JJ. Hi, everyone. Excited to talk to you uh, tonight about uh, didactics. Um, so it we have didactics every Tuesday morning, um, and we're very grateful that the time is protected for the four to six hours that we have didactics. So you are not getting pages. You are able to focus on the material at hand. We follow an annual cycle for the curriculum. And each month we focus on a major PMNR topic, whether that is spinal cord injury, traumatic brain injury, pain, et cetera. Um, and then the didactics, um, we have PMNR attendings. Uh, come and talk, and then there are some resident-led sessions um, which allow us to practice our teaching skills. Uh, one didactic opportunity that I just want to highlight is our annual anatomy week. Um, it's a special time every year. It happens at the end of July, um, and we start off in the mornings with our sports attendings come and uh, talk to us about uh, the anatomy of each joint in the body. And we review uh, physical exam pearls and have hands-on portions where we practice the physical exam maneuvers on each other. We then transition in the afternoon to the uh, Harvard Medical School cadaver lab. Um, and we are able to uh, see the prosections and do dissections of the cadavers if we want, uh, and just like hammering home the anatomy and is led by a Harvard Medical School anatomist uh, who is excellent. Um, and then we also uh, build in the ultrasound correlates so that we were able to match the cadaver anatomy 
uh, to the ultrasound anatomy. Thank you, Ali. Oh, I think there's one oh, more. There is. More slides. Um, so, um, in terms of how our didactics are structured, um, they are multidisciplinary. So, in addition to having the PMNR attendings, we have speakers from ortho, neurology, anesthesia, and room. And then it's also um, we have therapists, uh, so PT, OT, speech and language nursing and um, prosthetics will give us um, talks on their areas of expertise. Um, and then we have a couple of series uh, that occur every month, and that includes our research curriculum and journal club, um, which helps us prepare for uh, doing research. We have a specific um, board prep curriculum, which includes SAE practice and mock oral boards. We have a big focus on spasticity um, with practicing ultrasound guided Botox injections and also doing the back lip and pump refills. We have a finance committee um, that talks about matters of personal finance for us. And then um, we also have teaching opportunities with the Harvard Medical students that rotate with us. And overall, I'd say the focus for our didactics are making them hands-on and interactive as you can see in the pictures on the right. Awesome. Oh, Thank there's one. Oh, we got more? Perfect. Yep. So last but not least, we just want to highlight our ultrasound curriculum. Um, so we actually have sessions um, where a, a complete Tuesday morning is dedicated to uh, ultrasound of a specific joint. Um, so we'll do knee one day or hip, then hip another day or shoulder. Um, and it's led by a sports medicine attending. And the sports fellow will also come they will demonstrate to us the ultrasound and then we break up into small groups and just get that hands-on practice, uh, which is exactly what we need. All right, thank you everyone. Thanks, Ali. Only have five minutes. Excellent. Um, so we have uh, a resident continuity clinic that um, there's about three to four per, uh, her clinic team and you will have resident clinic um, two times a month and you'll see patients uh, post-discharge from TBI stroke um, and you'll be doing a lot of Botox injections and um, uh, ultrasound guided injections um, for those patients as well. Um, residents go to both our both co major conferences it's usually just the threes and fours um, hopefully this year we'll all be able to go um, past couple years have been strictly because of COVID. And you get five conference days designated specifically for conferences. So for our, our wellness curriculum, um, I did bring in uh, Connie Sue. Um, she can just chime in real quick about our wellness uh, curriculum. Everyone, I'm Connie. Um, I'm a PGY3 at Spalding here to talk about wellness. Uh, so here at Spalding, we don't think wellness should be, you know, like a series of lectures about the importance of sleep and meditation and downloading a meditation app. We think it should be a time to hang out with our co-residents, bond, do fun activities and de-stress. Um, the wellness committee is made up of four to six residents. Uh, so we get to choose which activities we want to do, but anyone is welcome to join as long as they have an idea and they want to organize the event. Um, on average, we have around one activity a month, uh, sometimes more, sometimes less. 
every year we do a welcome pizza dinner. We do paddle boating. It's like beautiful in Boston over the summer. Um, we always do apple picking in the fall. Uh, last year we combined volunteer work and wellness and we ordered dinner and we wrap presents for our underserved communities. Um, this year we're going to try to do pickleball that's coming up this Sunday, uh, go-karting, which will be extremely fun, cross-country skiing, and uh, maybe we'll go back and do some axe throwing as well, which they've done in previous years. So uh, we're really excited about all the activities coming up. Thanks, Connie. Um, we also have a lot of uh, extracurriculars. Um, we have our residents do uh, PPEs, uh, and we usually have a group of residents do the Boston Marathon coverage, which is pretty exciting, um, along with other uh, sports coverage opportunities and volunteering opportunities. Um, we have a ready community, it's residents educating and advocating for diversity and inclusion. Um, and I will turn it over quickly um, to Krista to talk about this. Yeah. I, hi, everybody. I'm Krista. I'm a PGY4. So in general, we're a, a resident-led committee that's focused on like advocacy and um, bringing awareness and education to um, uh, underserved and just sort of like minority populations. So it's both a curriculum and then service and just like learning opportunities. So these are just a few of the things that we've done over the past two years, including like pronoun, pronoun badges, getting involved in the community and having high school students and various like educational program students come in and shadow and work with the residents. Um, and then we've had multiple panels. We have a women and gender panel coming up where we're having multiple um, female our physicians come to talk to the uh, female and women uh, residents to give us a little bit more mentorship as we're going through the process. So um, just wanted to highlight that really quick. Awesome, great work. Um, so our residents live all over the city and um, Boston's a pretty cool place to live. Uh, so come check us out. Some pictures of our hospital and I'll leave the rest of the time. Um, we're getting close to being out of time actually uh, to answer questions. These are some of our residents. Um, and does anyone have any questions? This is uh, where you can reach out to us. Um, we are not able to get to any of your questions at this time. Um, but thank you for having us, and I hope this has been um, informative and you've learned something about our program. So, we might have time for about one question. Uh, does anyone want a question in the in the chat that says, "Is the ultrasound curriculum repeated every year?" The answer is yes. Um, so there are. I think five to six sessions throughout the year. Um, each one's focused on a specific joint. So knee, shoulder, hip, et cetera. Um, and then that, that curriculum is repeated every year. You have the opportunity to also be a teacher to train the other residents. If you're interested in focus, that's not my jam, but other people are. <laughs> so so it's, it's a really robust curriculum um, that's been also published now. So it's, so it's really great. Awesome, thank awesome. you so much, Spalding. Cool.